0: Cinephiles and welcome to silver screen sips uh, a podcast where three idiot friends talk about movies and today i discuss the reasons why i would be thrown into azkaban as a prisoner
1: oh no wait what hold on
2: can you read that back uh sonographer please
1: can we uh, talk about that
0: yeah that's what i was that's what i was saying we're going to talk about that but first we're going to go off with big lose big bruise Aww. today for our prisoner of azkaban Uh, episode is our Wolfsbane potion to help out good old Professor Lupin. Unfortunately for us and for Professor Lupin, there is no permanent cure for being a werewolf, but Wolfsbane can help keep things under control. Call 1-800-WOLFSBANE now. And oh be warned, though, this drink is not for the faint of heart. And so how we make an actual Wolfgang potion, I actually already love how this sounds. Um, so you have an ooh. ounce and a half of scotch whiskey, ooh, an ounce and a half of Ferne Branca. What's that? And Coca-Cola. I will tell you what Fernet Branca is in just a moment, but we're going to combine right. our scotch and Fernet in a shaker with ice and vigorously shake this for 20 seconds until it's fully chilled. We're going to strain it into a rocks glass with one large ice cube, kind of like uh, the way we do our classic whiskeys or other old fashions and stuff and then we uh top it off with coca-cola to taste this is dr kyle's favorite drink apparently oh now, really no i was just making oh, that because of the coke right yes. that went right over my head it's all right we're we're all a little slow today mm. too much alcohol too much alcohol yeah i only
1: had a beer i had
0: too much alcohol. a glass of whiskey and then i had a drink at dinner so. big low that's what i'm talking about Vernè branca is a italian bitters
1: mm, okay
0: it was apparently manufactured by Fratelli Branca and formulated in Milan in 1845. Um, I don't know why you need a whole ounce and a half of that, but all right. Though. Yeah, that's a lot. Again, so lit.
1: <laughs> that is a lot of bitters.
0: Bitters is mainly for flavor rather than uh, liquor.
1: I know, but I'm just saying like usually bitters is very st- potent in flavor. Usually you
0: just do a few dashes. Exactly. That's what I was saying. But that uh, since Isaiah just had comments that someone's getting lit, I was like, wait, Isaiah bitters, no. but
1: <laughs> It's okay. He'll
0: learn. Times I should have been arrested or uh, times I have almost been arrested. Um, Sort of a new segment here. <laughs> sort of a yeah. new segment for today's episode.
1: Well, wait, if let's rate a drink of first. Astline, I did. But Isaiah and you I had not yet.
0: Oh, you didn't rate it. Sorry, sorry. I heard read, wow. not rate. You really wants to get arrested. <laughs> yes, I really do. Apparently. No, I don't.
1: I think my rating is going to be a four out of five because I really like whiskey. Um, and Coke. Whiskey and Coke together is great. I don't know how I feel about an ounce and a half of bitters, but maybe it's not as potent as like other bitters are. So, um, yeah, I'll give it a four out of five. Uh,
2: yeah, brother. Mm. Hell yeah, brother. Um, I feel the same. I don't know how I feel about bitters. <laughs> well,
1: Especially- bitters is in like Manhattan's. Um, and a lot of drinks actually.
2: like. An ounce and a half
1: <laughs> yeah well, I, I, well i've never tried the specific one that lewis mentioned so it could yeah, be different well,
0: true, true i want to say this is a little bit different and more it's more like an amaretto kind of like disarono because uh, it, it says it's an italian bitters but it's from the amaro family so i'm assuming it's more like an amaretto it might be more like syrupish ish style thing um one second uh, is amaretto dry um no amaretto had disarono amaretto usually tastes like um Hazelnut.
2: Oh, uh, okay. I don't know what there was. There's an, there's another one that's dry, and I don't remember what it was. But I, I yeah, that it was it's There it is. Yeah, I can't stand that one. <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, no,
0: you only use it in martinis. It's fucking um, martinis are disgusting then, in general.
2: Then you know what? I'd give it a shot. I give it a four out of five. I take a, I'd take
0: a, a sip or two. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a five out of five. This is my first five out of five on any of the drinks. Big moment. Big moment. Um, I'm. Okay, so you got arrested? Yeah. uh, No. Sometimes I've been almost arrested. Okay. Emphasis
1: on the almost.
0: Or should have been. Boy. Okay. Should have been.
2: Don't confess any crimes here.
0: (laughs) Um,
2: As your lawyer.
0: (laughs) Right. There was um, moments that I should. Oh no. Um, This one story. This one's not being arrested, but it was a very interesting sight for my mother seeing me get out of the pack of a cop car. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> um, I'm going to explain. I was in eighth grade. Eighth okay. grade, nine. Yeah, eighth grade still. And we used to go to this little like open air mall in my area called Town Center. Okay. Um, it's just a big plaza shop and restaurants and stuff. And then in the back, there's like this big lake as a fountain. There's like a, like, it looks kind of like a, uh, almost like a small open theater. Like you could have a little live rock band play up there. Mm-hmm. Plus there's a cigar bar next to it. Me and my friend, you know, me and all these middle schoolers, we used to go out there and just hang out in the back and like, that's where, that's where people would like make out and like smoke and just have a fun fucking time. Yeah, sort of. There was parts of it that was lover's lane. There was parts of it that was like, this is where everybody's hanging out kind of thing, Mm -hmm. you know, and just talking a bunch of shit and just being a bunch of kids. Um anyway I was back there with my friend Douglas this kid Nick and we had this guy who was in my class Michael come up before this happened Nick and Douglas had found a sewer a sewer grate and realized that it wasn't locked in place or anything so they opened it right they like literally took the grate off and pushed it to the side Michael for whatever reason upon
1: You guys are ready to meet Pennywise
0: we all float down here so Michael, for whatever reason, decides he's going to bear hug Douglas, lift him off the ground and act like he's going to drop him into the sewer oh dear god oh my god he's yeah. pulling a bane <laughs> yeah basically and so we are like oh god please no michael what the fuck are you doing and then nick punches him and he lets go of doug and you know security like i'd never seen a security guard there before but definitely there was a security guard tonight he comes over to us and he's like what the fuck are you guys doing you know like why is the sewer great open whatever blah 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 and then we see over in the distance much closer to like where the shops are like at the behind the all the the, there's like a couple offices on this one side of the plaza Mm -hmm. and like right underneath there we see these kids that are from our class who start getting into a fight right so the security guard runs over there and he's like he's like hey break it up break it up or whatever he calls the cops um and they you know the security guard is so done with kids (laughs) yeah i mean it had been happening a lot where they would get into fights or there was like so the i i know i'm naming myself here anyway cuesta and falcon cove used to have like a very bitter rivalry as a middle school like it kind of surprised me but there used to be like people like kids in middle school got stabbed beaten with chains broken arms like all kinds of shit happened um similar to how like we had high school rivalries too um but imagine this seventh and eighth graders with knives and chains and dumping each other in public bathrooms and shit isn't that kind of crazy
2: uh, Sounds like my mom's high, uh, middle school in Connecticut.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't yeah, know. I was homeschooled. Yeah, 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 I know. I'm saying for you homeschooled children. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't was, that sound I in Spain? but I was still
1: bullied. Isaiah, you sound st- super far away.
2: Oh, I, my Wait, I say well, you were homeschooled, but you
0: were still bullied? How's
2: that? <laughs> it was just his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give you the full high school experience, and then she punched me in the stomach. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> The security guard is breaking up the fight. The cops are here now. security guard obviously mentioned that we were doing some fuck shit too. So they're like, the cops are like coming over and asking us stuff. And they're like, did you see the fight? Did you see this? Mm -hmm. What happened here? Blah, blah, blah. And we're like, we're all chill about it. And so then the like, I'm going to give you a ride to the front. Like, you should call your parents to pick you up. And I was like, sure, whatever. And I called my mom. She was already on her way. And she was like pulling up. And we get in the back of the cop car. She drives us up to the front between the offices and the Starbucks. Um, And right as my mom is pulling up in the minivan to pick us up, we are getting out of the back of a cop car
1: oh that's beautiful there's
0: another kid from our class was being who's like literally in handcuffs being arrested at the front of a police car um like a car in front of us so my mom, was like what the fuck happened you're not coming back like you know like i'm like mom we're fine we were talking to the police they gave us a ride back to the front but (laughs) she was obviously like flipping a shit as moms are wanted it's okay it's normal oh yeah That kid was being arrested. We were in like 7th or 8th grade. This kid had meth in his pocket. Crystal meth that he was attempting to distribute. I don't know if he went to court or anything after that. I did see him Mm. in high school, so I don't think he went to juvie. The way
2: juvenile laws Um, work in America are so freaking
0: weird. I also think it has to do with like his parents were rich. That also would do
2: it. (laughs) So um, So anyways.
0: (laughs) All about the Benjamins, baby. (laughs) That was that one time where it looked like I was getting arrested and it freaked my mom out, but I really, I was just being a good boy. Um.
1: You all were fooled.
0: You all were fooled. Thank you. Bethany's question of the day.
1: So my question, yes, yes. My question is: so the last episode we kind of talked about how, um, if you know, if you were a student at Hogwarts or if you were a professor at Hogwarts. However, you're going to go outside the world of Hogwarts or
2: Are you
0: the, the school. Of,
1: yeah, we're going
2: outside. I gotta go touch grass.
1: So get it, you're homeschooled. Um, so we the homeschooler
0: <laughs> to another homeschooler. You're homeschool. <laughs>
1: makes fun of someone for being homeschooled see i'm allowed to say it because i was homeschooled um Uh. so my question is what wizard career besides being a professor at hogwarts right so we're outside the school we're just a normal wizard what job would we choose and why so here are your options we have ministry of magic official a healer we have a magizoologist, which just means they study all the creatures and animals. We have a wand maker, a professional Quidditch player, uh, an Auror, which is like the police, basically. A uh, dragon keeper, owner of a pub, or a curse breaker.
0: I personally would either be the owner of a pub, Big, whoa, big or a magizoologist, personally.
1: Okay, I figured you would say that. <clears throat> like. You would own a pub and it would be a magnificent
0: be the best pub beer.
2: What would you name your pub? Uh Hippogriff. Hippogriff.
1: That's all right.
0: That's the name of the uh fuck was it? That's the name of the breed, the animal from from prisoner of Aspen. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Would you what would be your signature drink then? Um it might be
0: the I think. think.
1: I was gonna say I think your signature drink should be the hippogriff, and then your name for your pub should be something else.
0: My pub would actually, since I've been inspired by Peaky Blinders, I would name it uh, The Garrison. And then my signature drink would either be The, hip, the Hippogriff or Buckbeak. I find it Did you say Bugbeak? Buckbee. Buckbeak. Oh, yes. Buckbeak. The name of
1: The Hippogriff. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. Isaiah?
2: I'd probably be a Ministry of Magic official. Really? Yeah. I'll write some laws. Why not? I already do that crap. <laughs> that was
1: uh, honestly unexpected answer. From you.
2: Why would what, what'd you think? what do you think I was gonna do? I
1: thought you were gonna pick like um a dragon keeper or something like different.
2: Oh, less paperwork.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd pick something a little more like fun, <laughs> basically.
2: Fun? What do you call it? Nothing's more fun than making laws and going to court. You want to be a oh, senator?
0: Do. What do you call it? Or
2: senator? Oh god,
0: that's what they are, basically. How some of them anyway. Like, like them. some, some of them are like just corporate underlings. Some of them are like straight up senators, depending on if they're like the department heads. And then yeah,
2: who is Bill? Was Bill Nye the head of the Ministry of Magic? Bill Nye Bill the science Nye? guy. The
1: science guy?
2: <laughs> no, the, the yeah. actor's name is Bill Nye. I don't know the actual guy's name in uh,
0: You Well, there was two uh heads of the Ministry of Magic because one of them um gets ousted. A
2: Rufus Scrimgar. Scrimgar? I don't know. You, I don't know Rufus Scrimgar. Yeah, that guy.
0: Right. Uh he came after Cornelius Fudge. Cornelius Fudge. The most Scrimgar. powerful
2: ranking official in the Ministry of Magic. Yeah. I want his job. <laughs> I want I want to go for his job. <laughs>
0: Well, he was he wasn't or but he was the head of the orer office. So he was basically the head of the FBI.
2: Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> All
1: right. I'm honestly surprised, but okay
0: Cordelia Swatch was the head of Ministry of Magic, but he was in like a different position.
1: Hmm. Okay. Cool.
0: Okay, cool. Cool. What about Beth?
1: For me, um Dragon Keeper. <laughs> No, probably a magic zoologist. This one's really cool. Either that or a wand maker, because let's be honest, I do woodworking in real life, so making wands it's not that far down, far off. <laughs> so probably a magic zoologist or a wand maker would be what I would do. I just feel like I could. Oh, imagine me right as that old guy from um the first one, Oliver's wand, something, whatever that place was called, Emporium or something like that.
2: Name
0: yeah, Oliver. <laughs> Was his uh, name you mean from the, from the the wand maker?
1: Yeah, it was Oliver's wand shop.
0: Uh, Oliver something, wasn't it? I think it was Oliver. Oh my, Ollivander's. Mm-hmm. Ollivander's.
1: Oliver, that's the one. Ollivander's wand shop. Imagine me in there. That just sounds right.
0: Yeah, yeah, that sounds
1: right. right. Yeah, la I like, no. la <laughs> wand shop. Mm. La, la no, la kia's. Uh. well, no, yeah, I mean.
0: It you would be, it would make sense if you were like in the French like yes. version of Hogwarts, you know.
1: You would have a French accent. That was terrible. That was a disgrace to my my kind. <laughs> my kind. I'm so sorry. Anyone had to listen to that? Cut that out.
0: <laughs> Fun facts with Isaiah about the Prisoner of Azkaban.
1: Azkaban.
0: Do you like Aska? Nope. Bananas. I was about to say, do you like Azk? azca coladas
1: oh my god that was terrible terrible.
0: yeah do you like piña coladas
1: i used to have a a a remix of that song for my old job when i worked at tijuana flats yeah and i would always say do you like cheese enchiladas
0: (laughs) i'm trying to come up with a remix right now is uh do you like piña coladas and getting tortured by dementors I i prefer the
2: prisoner of azcabana
1: all right, Isaiah. What are your facts? Uh-huh. Let's get on. Let's get. Let's get. Let's go. That past sounded.
0: This. That sounded like it was
2: pain. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it always? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's get into some facts today. Um, I could hear his hands. <laughs> oh, Warm up. Let's go. Okay. So we're gonna start off with our good old Dumbledore. Uh, Dumbledore was almost played by Ian McAllen after Richard Harris died because this would be the first movie they had to replace him in. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so Ian McKellen, he could have, he was gonna play Dumbledore after her, uh, Richard Harris died, but he turned it down because Harris found McKellen passionless as an actor and didn't want him to take over the part.
1: Oh, getting called wow. out! Yeah,
0: so
2: he didn't, he didn't like him. Uh, he, so he didn't. Want
0: to... is a super good actor too. What the hell, man? Yeah, Richard I'm Harris does not agree.
2: <laughs>
1: All right, Richard, All right, we have an issue.
2: Uh, Ian McKellen didn't want to take over a part that Richard Harris didn't approve of. Like he, Since he didn't approve of him as an actor, he didn't want to take it over from him. He thought that would be kind of rude. Which, I don't know, it's rude to call him a passionless actor, but, you know... <laughs>
0: Whatever. I mean, posthum—it's a posthumous respect kind of thing, I guess. Yeah.
2: Um, Christopher Lee was also considered, but turned it down due to being in the Lord of the Rings at the time. So he was
1: so much better in Lord. Of... I think he was, but I think he was more fit for Lord of the Rings than Harry Potter.
0: I mean, could you picture him though as Dumbledore?
1: No, I can't, because I picture him as. Sauron, not Sauron.
0: Saruman. 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 Sorry. Uh, wait, isn't Ian McKellen Gandalf? Yes. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> two people who could have been considered Dumbledore instead playing two wizards in a different movie entirely. Beautiful.
1: And they own it.
0: And they're the most powerful ones in the movie.
2: We need the. What do you call it? No. The Triwizard It's a tri wizard oh tournament. Against, against those three. <laughs> oh God.
1: I can't wait for Isaiah to watch all of the Lord of the Rings. It's gonna be so much fun. I am literally looking forward to it i uh, dream about it every night
2: oh what's, what's that oh my goofy. god my computer died oh my god it's <laughs> a little, what little, is... little concerning
0: We're oh, not gonna get um it. We're not anyway. no, no, I, meant, I meant when you dream dream about it that was a little concerning there Beth. anyway going well, it's literally on, just Isaiah's... me
1: sitting it's, it's the dream is me sitting on one end of the couch lewis and isaiah are also sitting on the couch and we're all watching it and i just constantly am looking over at isaiah for approval like watch this part this is a good part watch this part Look, look what happens I, I, next.
0: Why heck can I picture that so easily? <laughs> I can see it. Move it. Can, um, can after move it? Ian McKellen and Christopher Lee, who else could we? Uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery is Gandalf. <laughs> what the fuck? Sorry, Dumbledore. Whoa. God. Shaken, not stirred. Harry, did you put your name in the couple of fire? Harry, would you like your martini shaken or stirred?
2: Yeah, he was considered. Uh, he stated he didn't want to be in a children's movie about wizards, therefore, he turned down the role. <laughs> Now, during the film in this movie, uh, Rick uh, Alan Rickman teamed up with Michael Gambon, all right, <laughs> and the director uh, Alfonso Cuaron prank Radcliffe during a scene where they're all sitting, mm-hmm. they're all laying down and sleeping in the long hall. Radcliffe had requested to to Cuaron if he could, can put his sleeping bag near another particular girl that he liked. <laughs> <laughs> so Cuaron, Gambon, and Rickman put a fart box in his uh sleeping bag
1: oh no and then
2: had it go off during the scene when he when they were pl- uh acting <laughs> to embarrass him in front of the girl <laughs> uh you can <laughs> <laughs> it been really awkward
1: oh yeah oh 100 percent.
2: so you the video art there's videos online you can see the the takes of them like trying to do the movie with the fart box going off.
1: <laughs> i think i've seen that i just thought it was a legitimate fart
2: oh yeah no they they pranked right oh
1: that's great
2: see <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, Snape pulling a fart prank on somebody with the magic.
0: Alan Rickman. Not even just Snape, like like Alan Rickman as as he was as a person outside the movie who seemed so stoic and everything.
2: Yeah. I'll teach you to ensnare the mind and make fart <laughs> jokes. I embarrassed him.
0: I made it seem like that kid farted. <laughs>
1: That's exactly what he sounds like.
0: Yes, he does. May you rest in peace, sir. Moving on.
2: Okay. Um. So now, although J.K. Rowling never knew about this, the director Alfonso Cuarón told Lulus—is that his name? Uh, the actor's name, I think, is Thulis. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, that Remus Lupin was in fact gay. Yes. Now, uh, so naturally, the Lupin was played as a gay man until uh until Tonks became part of the picture, which is his wife later in the later movies.
0: You could still be bisexual. You never know. Yeah.
2: No, because like at the point, uh, so at this point, J.K. Rowling didn't write that he was gay and never said anything about that. And
1: oh, they just made it happen.
2: Yeah, Corone just told him, God. "Hey, he's gay, by the Crap. way." And so he just played it as he was. To this day, nobody knows why Corone thought Lupin was gay and told that. Nobody knows. <laughs> he just said
0: that. <laughs> i mean one the-
1: personally i'm gonna get a little controversial here but i think that the sexual orientation of a character should not um matter i guess in the sense of like the character themselves like it shouldn't change the character you know that shouldn't be a sole um driver i guess unless that's what the movie is about like um what was that movie you just watched lewis for the call me, me by your name yes where it's like obviously that that's the whole theme of the movie, but when it comes to like I don't know, um for example Star Wars because we just talked about Star Wars Finn right. and Poe everyone was like oh they should be gay I I mean I don't care if they are or if they aren't as long as their characters don't really change because of that and it's not like a driving factor what their sexuality is then i have no issue i think it's totally fine make looping gay that's,
0: i don't think it's controversial at all really I, I, many people would agree that you know, the sexual orientation really has no business unless it's like necessary for a scene you know yeah uh like i remember there was like a character in game of thrones uh one of the, i think one of the princes is he gay he's trying to hide it you know it was like it wasn't a thing then. Uh, to suddenly announce remus Loop or albus Dumbledore is gay and any of this uh because remus doesn't even the the actor for remus doesn't even seem to give that vibe in prisoner of aspen as far as i know you know like a, he seems like a, a quiet emotional man who has to be very concerned with like always staying calm because he's a fucking werewolf so. <laughs> i
2: did get if i did get a few vibes i like there was a few moments where i was like that seemed a little flamboyant which i think was just Bert. one of those like one of those moments yeah so I was like, I didn't so I didn't think he was gay. I just thought, oh, that's a little that's a little fruity. <laughs> right.
0: That's a little fruity.
2: Yeah. So I was like, all maybe, right.
0: maybe he likes a uh, like a pina colada or something. Who oh, no. Oh
2: my god. Yeah, yeah so like all right. Um all right, now this is this is a weird one. In a twenty eleven interview, Emma Watson earlier during the first three movies. She had a crush on Tom Felton. Oh. Uh Felton didn't feel the same way and was very confused on why it, he she had a crush on him.
1: You know, I've seen videos and stuff of the two of them now when they're together, and I ship it.
2: God. One the, you're I one mean, of those shippers, aren't you? You're one mm-hmm.
0: of those shippers. Woot
2: woot. So a uh, design firm Mina Lima, uh, which created the fake newspapers for a lot of the uh, for most of the films, um, they hate a secret character. In the magical periodicals, yeah, known as the Ginger Witch. So throughout the movies, if you look, if you look closely at the newspapers, you'll notice like a story happening in there about an elusive criminal and what she's doing and stuff like that, called the Ginger Witch in in the newspaper articles. All right, so Haggard is played by two people. In the close May shots, I explain
0: how tall he is.
2: Actually, no. You would think it's not two people standing on top of each other.
0: <laughs> oh, that's not fun.
2: Two people <laughs> to, is standing in, uh, on top of each other in a trench coat, trying to get into a movie theater. It's not, not, not what you think. Um, yeah,
0: that would be way more fun. <laughs> oh, that would probably be very painful.
2: Probably yes. Eh, you're killing my shoulders, bro. <laughs> um. So yeah, in the close shots, it's obviously Col- Robbie Coltrane. Uh, when it's far away though, he's played by a man named Martin Bayfield, who wears a giant suit with a huge water-cooling system inside of it because it would get so hot that he would, you know, he'd probably die from a heat that stroke. That sounds
1: amazing. I want a water-cooling system.
2: <laughs> you, would be the, you would be the size of Hagrid, though.
1: That's fine. You, you have one. I have one? Called Sweat. Okay. Smart ass. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, so um when he wore the suit, there's actually an animatronic head on top. Oh what? wait, what? I didn't yes. know that. Yeah, so oh, the this- one's one
0: of those got it. I want so an
2: animatronic this- head. So yeah, the suit is is well the suit's like six, seven feet tall, right? So he's in he's just walking around with a giant water cooling thing on it. But yeah, on top is a fake Hagrid head that, if you ever looked at it really close, it's really creepy looking. It's, it's, it's like... Oh, it's you
1: have out. to share the photo. I yeah, will, I,
2: I will try to find that. But yeah, it's really weird. Um, But yeah, no, so someone, so while he's walking around, someone else is uh, using a remote control, a remote, uh, yeah, a remote controller to control Hagrid's head. <laughs>
1: Mm, i don't like that that's creepy
2: it is it's very very weird um now uh so after prisoner of azkaban the costume designers had to sew pockets into the wizard's robes because tom tom felton kept sneaking snacks on set
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something i would do
2: uh they the rumor was that they sewed them up after the third film because uh he kept on sneaking food food and drinks onto the set so yeah he had to, <laughs> he had to sew them together yeah that's the head oh my god <laughs>
1: wait let me say this shit. If you guys follow our Discord, you can see um, a YouTube link to the animatronic Hagrid head. Ew! 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 Oh, I don't like it. Oh, it's so creepy. It's so lifeless.
2: I mean, yes.
1: Ew! The eyes are. Ew! Ew! I would get nightmares. I I don't like that at all. (laughs)
2: Yeah, that was. Anyways, you were saying. So
1: sorry. Yeah, I really did not like that. Have a nice sleep tonight. Continue. Um, Sorry.
2: So uh, yeah. So now. To are one of the greatest actors to ever live. Gary Oldman. Love that man. Um, it was revealed that he only accepted the part because he needed the money. <laughs>
1: Um, that's respectful. That's respectable. Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. Uh, because he had not ta- he hadn't taken any major work in several years. I think like the last movie he had done was in like two thousand three. Um, mm-hmm. and what Prisoner of Command came out in two thousand six, and so he he had stopped acting for a while to spend more time with his family. And so when oh. he realized, yeah, I need to I need to make some money, so he <laughs> accepted the role to play uh prisoner the Prisoner of Azkaban, series Black. Unfortunately, if you don't ha- guys have not heard, Gary Oldman is retiring soon, so he will no longer oh. be in movies soon.
0: Yeah, I was I was about to mention that actually.
2: There isn't really a not like a specified date or anything like that. He just said that it's on the horizon, so this it might be his career might be coming to an end soon. Which and so will the world. Yes, mm-hmm. the fact that he had went so long without winning an Oscar, and he finally got it for the Darkest Hour for his uh, portrayal of um, Winston Churchill. Phenomenal. It was phenomenal in that movie, by the way. But also just, damn, this is, that guy has got range.
1: Yeah. I love when actors have, like, they can just play so many different roles, you know? There's very few that can do that. And it's, it's great when they can't.
0: Yeah. I feel like Christian Bale sort of fit that. Just from his crazy weight transformations, too.
1: I was going to say Joaquin Phoenix for that reason.
0: That, too. Hold up. Uh, Christian uh, Bale is
2: playing a superhero now.
0: Which one? He already played Batman. So. He did play
2: Batman, but you know he's playing a Marvel superhero this time. He's a... Oh. Or is he a villain? Marvel. His... Don't
1: spoil anything if it's from Doctor Strange, please.
2: No, no, no. It's, it's It was okay. announced a few months ago.
1: Oh, my God. I need to see Doctor Strange so soon. Me, too. Before I get it spoiled for me.
0: I literally had it. I literally asked for it more, like uh, for today and get a chance to go.
1: Without spoiling it, Isaiah, what, what can you give it for a rating in case oh, people no. who are listening haven't seen it?
0: Hold up. I know. Uh, what, uh, Christian Bale is playing
2: an actual Marvel villain this time in Thor, Living yeah. Thunder. That's what he's doing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just mm, saw that. Okay. Uh, his name is Gore the God Butcher. <laughs> Sorry, I funny.
2: can't freaking wait. This is gonna. That's gonna such be such a
0: big Lou name. Right. Moving on. Um. Isaiah, quick. Without spoiling anything, just quick rating. I I know that you posted on your Instagram already, but give us. Yeah. For those the who don't follow yet.
2: Those who don't follow me on Instagram. Yes, I do post. Uh, movies I watch in theaters. Um, I do post the ratings for them. This uh this is a forewarning. I do have two ratings. There's like a movie rating and a film rating. Um, and because people always ask me what what the difference is, movie rating is basically like popcorn movies of like you go there. F- for the entertainment value such as marvel movies right you're not going there to watch like a schindler's list of of like yeah. cinema right now like schindler's list that's a film that's the film score uh doctor strange that's a movie score so that's usually what it is. so i usually pro- provide both as in you know those things but with that i gave um movie score was five out of five loved it it was great um the few things you gotta forgive but other than that great freaking movie uh film score was four out of five because obviously there were a few things i was like yeah this is you got to work on that other than that phenomenal i saw it twice
1: (laughs) oh wow i yeah i need to see it sooner rather than later so what is your next fact
2: uh no that is it that is the facts that's all of them oh yeah okay it's weird like the more the more you get into the to the franchise um the less facts become about specific movies and they kind of go more over like broad i have to like go into like like watch like behind the scene documentary stuff to get a lot of these facts
1: Mm -hmm. look at isaiah researching
2: can just basically go on like IMDB and I can just read those out, but that's too lazy. And I also know that people can just put whatever the hell they want in it. So I usually try to go back and fact check them all to make sure that there's like actual like sources for those. So that's why my list always seems so small, despite the fact that movies are big. And there's always, always a lot, there's always a lot because I prefer to have things where like, if you Google it or look it up, you actually have an actual source other than some random tweet from a random Twitter profile called Harry Potter facts that said, by the way, <laughs>
1: Kudos to Isaiah for doing research on his facts. I did not know you went into such depth.
2: Yeah, I I have to. I wanted to be a journalist at some point, and here I am using that.
1: Let's manifest that shit.
2: Thank you. Anyway, that is all my facts for today.
1: Yay! Is, I was really expecting
2: I'm Lewis. Sorry, to say no, something. I was.
0: I was on mute. I'm so sorry. Uh, I was okay. grabbing something and I didn't. I literally said "yay" and then I was like, "Wait, I'm on mute."
1: That's funny. It was like dead silent. I loved it.
0: Yeah, you yeah, know. Uh, honestly, Isaiah, thank you for the the fun facts we learned today. Um, it, it is interesting though that the deeper we delve into the films, the less we get It's actually entertaining stuff. Um, I also commend you for for the depth of your research.
1: You'll get a raise once we get paid. Don't worry. Her, Wink, wink. All right, so thank you for the facts, Isaiah. So now I guess we will rate the film and talk a little bit about it and what we think, what we like, what we don't like. Who wants to go first?
0: Um, Prisoner of is a four out of five for me. I'm going to start off with the rating. Um, It's among the best of the book and the best of the films in my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. I think it's the first delve into the darker side beyond like the Basilisk and the Chamber of Secrets and all that stuff. It's seeing, you know, someone they keep calling a madman or werewolves or these other insane things like the Whomping Willow going crazy all day, the Dementors and odd stuff that kind of like feed into uh, one of the things I really enjoyed out of this. I think the introduction of characters like Sirius, Lupin, so on really added some more depth. And breath to the characters available in the in the entire series. Because we don't have Double Door going, to the push even the cover of fire.
1: Mm-hmm. Until, Not yet.
0: <laughs> until next next episode. Uh but anyway. Uh yeah, I, I think that about comes thumbs up my opinion of Prisoner of Azkaban. There's nothing I would personally change about the film. I think it would just need no, yeah. There's nothing I would really change, but I'll still give it a four to five just because of the way certain things are certain things that were cut out from the book.
1: Mm, that's right. I forgot that you have a book perspective.
0: Yes, yes.
2: Isaiah, how about you? I gave it a four out of five. I like this movie. This is probably one of my favorites of the whole series, mostly because my man, Gary Oldman, is in there. Yeah. The tone, like Alfonso, thank God they brought Alfonso Cuaron in there because he really understood where this was going to go, and he really brought the tone. He, It had a darker tone and a darker uh vibe to it which Mm -hmm. i feel like was very good especially given like the dementors and all that stuff like if they try to keep it like too kitty like the like with the last two movies and they didn't like try to grow up a little bit it would have been really wonky like it just i don't know how you could have like a kid's thing and and talk about the dementor (laughs) like those things are terrifying
1: oh my god i used to literally be terrified of them as a kid i still they still creep me out
2: yeah so those i love it i like this movie so this one's uh, there's not much i think i can change about it. i think it's just it's really solid um I do think maybe they could have utilized a few of the characters more, a few things you know could have been tightened up. So it's not like obviously a masterpiece in my opinion, but saying what do you call it? In- insane improvements is the last one. That's to be honest. But um yeah, no this one's really good. Really solid. Love it. So one of my favorites.
1: Okay. That's good. That's good ratings. I like these ratings. Um, I, I actually
0: I I like these ratings too.
1: Hey. Um this for me is since you guys did your ratings like first. Um is a 5 out of 5. I think it is, or I know it's definitely my favorite out of the whole series. I loved the, I don't know if it's a twist, but I just loved the whole time traveling kind of concept and how in the even in, like, there's a part of the movie where you can see in the beginning of the movie, Hermione's hand, when they're quote unquote time traveling, you can see her like in the tunnel area. You can see her hand show like in the scene where she punches Malfoy. You can see the future Hermione's hand. And I liked that detail. I probably butchered that explanation, but I really liked that detail. I thought that was really neat. It was a little like Easter egg. And I was like, oh shit, they like actually thought this through. I also really enjoyed the um, Hagrid's class in the beginning. I just liked that whole sequence where, you know, like Lewis was saying, Harry Potter on the hippogriff and everything. Introduction of Sirius and Lupin. And also the Bo- Bo- Bogert, Bogart, 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 whatever. Which I, f- I forget how to pronounce it, but that I loved that. Like I just love everything about this film. There's not a single thing that I'm like uh p- against. It's just my favorite one. I love it. It was just so well done. I loved Hermione in this one. I loved them all.
0: The the scene you just talked about with the Bogart um, actually is, I think, one of the things they did very closely, as close as they could to the book, because the the description obviously is, you know, for you to imagine what's going on. The, the description of the book is actually, I almost say word for word, what they what they managed to do on screen. I just thought it was really interesting to watch the, actually see it come to life to watch when Lupin steps in front of Harry and it switches from the, the Dementor to the moon, like seeing that in real time versus like what my imagination created was really nice. I'm going to change yeah. my rating to a 4.5. Hey, well. uh, now that you reminded me of that key scene. Thank you. I love that scene. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I I don't know if you guys have anything else um add.
1: Um, I don't think so.
0: All right. Well
1: Isaiah, do you have anything you want to add?
2: No. I think the No, no, it doesn't.
1: <laughs> I could go on about this movie forever. I love this one a lot. So I will I kept it short and sweet. Um anytime. So thank you for listening you guys um we hope you enjoyed our episode uh follow us on you know instagram youtube itunes spotify silver screen sips we also are on twitter silver screen sip with no s uh you can also email us silver sips at gmail.com with your movie suggestions for our next listeners episode And we post every monday on youtube spotify and itunes and we will see you guys in the next episode which is episode four of harry potter <laughs> I say with, yes, like a New Jersey accent. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a ginormous breath when he does it. He's like, <gasps>
0: "Yeah, I do actually."
1: <laughs>
0: but you just heard the intake.
1: Did you put your name in the gun on the fire?